On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. are listening to Comes a Time with Oteil Burbridge and Mike Fenoya. If you're digging the podcast, do these guys a favor and review and subscribe. It means a lot. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. And now here's Mike and Oteil. Ah. What's up, uh, folks? Hey, what's that you got there, Oteal? It's O'Teal. the new Comes to Time stickers hey. that we passed out all over Mexico. Is that one of those stickers that if you flip it over, there's a QR code on the back and you could scan it and get to all of our episodes? <gasps> Holy cow, it is. Ta-da. Beautiful. Nice. Wow. How gorgeous. Hey, everybody. Uh, if you're joining us, uh, for the first time, welcome to comes a time podcast. If you are joining us for the second or more time, welcome back to comes a time podcast. Uh, that is O'Teal Burbridge. And that is Mike Fenoya. And we are freshly back in our homes, laundry folded, suitcase <laughs> put away for the weekend, <laughs> uh, from, uh, Dead, dead ahead down in uh, Cancun, Mexico. Man. And what a time it was. Before we get into it, everybody, <laughs> uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and share and subscribe and rate and review. Uh, go to our YouTube and subscribe. It, it goes a long way. It means a lot. And we have a lot of great content in all those places for you. If you're into bonus content, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod, where you can find bonus episodes each week. Um, we have merch. We have all other types of things. You have O'Teal's Instagram and my Instagram at O'Teal Burbridge at Mike Fenoya. And uh, we have our respective dates on our respective websites. So for you newcomers, I'm expecting a few from the the festival. So uh, <laughs> you're here and thank you. And that's how you could support us. You know what? I want to do a, like a, on the road, we used to always eat at Waffle House Mm. late night. Yeah. I I like breakfast and I would want breakfast late night. You know, the Waffle House. Nothing better, dude. And they're like, honey, how you want that? (laughs) Scattered, smothered, covered, chunk top, diced, tarred and feathered. That's great. That's a that's what I want to do for like, share, subscribe, rate, like, review. Rate, like, review let's share. add like five more, you know. Flip, script, <laughs> flavel, dibble. What Which reminds you... me. Oh, what? sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. You first. What would be I was my gonna what? say, what was your go-to late night breakfast order? Oh, it's always just, you know, for me, breakfast is the same. I don't need a menu. Um I need to know if you have grits or not. Okay. You get grits at Waffle House. Okay. And, uh, if I was smart, I'd bring my own garlic powder. But it would just be scrambled eggs, um, 
white toast because if I'm going to eat shitty, I'm going to eat all the way shitty. Just give me the <laughs> Wonder Bread toast. And, um, <laughs> and now I would, I'd rather do like turkey bacon or turkey sausage or something like that, chicken sausage. But back then it was just bacon, grits, you know. Yeah. That, that was my jam. Still right. is. Really. Yeah. Still is. All right. Interesting. I may have like a single pancake afterwards to get a little sweet. Yeah. You know? Little, yeah. I always do like if I if I'm really either uh sopping up the booze late night or yeah. we have a drive ahead that. of us. Yeah. I do that. a French toast. I like a French toast on the side. But if or we're gonna do waffle. actually if I'm gonna do a pancake, see Waffle House was more for after the gig. Cracker barrel was for in the morning, the uh, morning before you breakfast. get on the road. Yes. Cause they're, they're pancakes. Nobody can touch them. I'm sorry. International house of pancakes. I'm sorry. Denny's. I'm sorry. Yeah. And a lot of people that make them fresh. I don't know what that recipe is. And the one in Evansville, Indiana, and we tried them all. We had the map yeah. <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> that one had the best pancakes. It was, I think it was pretty much unanimous on. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I like Cracker Barrel and I like walking around the little store after I eat just to see what kind of fun, like, you know, lollipop stick, root beer, root beer flavored lolly stick I can eat. And you know what else I really love about uh, Cracker Barrel is the peg game that they had on the table. Do you remember the peg game? We used to wear that thing out, dude. Hell yeah, dude. My favorite was the pictures. I used to call them the happy campers. This is when... This was before good dentistry. So, A, nobody was showing their teeth. Nobody smiling. They're all like, and I think they had to sit still for the picture to like be in focus. Yeah. So they're just all yeah. like, and you never see anyone black. Like, just in the last 20, I was like, a black person. Holy shit. You know, it was like, it was crazy, man. Yeah. I used to love that. I was like, happy campers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to always go. Uh, I, I tend to always go two eggs over easy with rye toast. Well oh, done, home fries. Well done, home fries and bacon. And I'll tell you what, though. Well I'm, done, bacon too. W- well done, bacon. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that slimy, greasy globules. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll pull that fat right off and throw me it at too. the window. Yeah, I'll sit there and just cut people. I see people staring at me. I'm like, that's right. I've said I to got people the that flavor stare, from it. I go, do you want this? Because you can have it. <laughs> do you remember those slimy, sticky hands that was like a thing of like, like it was almost like uh, slime and it had a hand and you could throw it against the window and it would stick. <laughs> That's what that fat reminds me of. And I'm like, no, thank you. But uh, <laughs> it reminds me of spam. Remember yeah, spam? We used yes, to I actually eat that. I know. I know. It's just, I know. Did you like used to cook it or would you just eat it? I don't fortunately, I think I got grossed out by it really quick. And I was like, you know, but remember devil devil's food. Yes. Boy, was that aptly named? <laughs> that's like that snack in hell is salt. devil's food. Yeah. It's just salt. It's more Salted salt. meat. Mystery meat. Did I tell you about the experience my friend had on, on acid with ham? 
Did I ever tell you about this? <laughs> Please do. I can't eat meat when I was no. I was like, this is morally wrong. <laughs> we were in college and he was someone who I'm always in great shape, one of my best buddies. Always in great shape. And he would he would fast before taking psychedelics. It was just his thing. He didn't want to wow. go into it on like a full stomach. He just wanted to like, you know, and uh empty we, stomach it. Empty okay. stomach it, right? So but, but you know what fasting was for us? Like he would drink beers, but no, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, no pizza essentially. Not but, eating Taco Bell. That yeah, was well, that was for after if the diner was closed. But our buddy put a one of those canned hams. Oh, opened it and put it next to him and like flicked it and it wiggled. Right. So he was like watching the wiggle of the ham and it literally O'Teal, it turned him off of ham. He never ate pork. He never ate. It's been like 30 something years. He's not eating pork. And he just did it. It did it. It did it. He was like, like, yeah, he literally watched, he just watched pig meat, just gelatinously like, wave in the his psychedelic wind and he's just like no no thank you i don't blame i just have to do a little bit every once in a while not of the gelatinous anything because i'm not down with gelatinous no but i have to like every once in a while i have to have a mcdonald's fish sandwich or something in fried just so that i know if the apocalypse hits or whatever like my body can yeah. I won't be totally screwed. <laughs> like, That's funny. My body like, can process. Just slowly. You just keep a teeny tiny bit just. of commercial food poison, pink slime in your, uh, it, it, you know, in your system. So when I we still have to won't drink- do the, the, uh, the subway though. Once I found out that the bread was yoga mats, I was like, we're done. Dude, I think I was eating a subway sandwich when I found out that it was made of yoga mats. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you? Kidding? I used to eat Subway daily, dude. Like I, it was, it wasn't daily, but it was on the list of proof list. In college, dude, they had literally like, you know, like two for one days. Like you would just go get two foot long subs <laughs> two for one pound one, put, put another one. Yeah, I'm eating two yoga mats, dude. <laughs> My stomach's doing downward dog while I'm. Uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. While I couldn't believe. Right. <laughs> I know. Well, I can't believe that shit, man. I know. What are you going to do? The only thing to eat is uh, stuff you grow or stuff you, I guess, Well, kill. I just, you got to curate, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. You curate at the store. You curate your selection of restaurants. And uh, and then sometimes, <clears throat> you know, when we travel, it's it's hard for me, man. Even just eating better food where in, in other countries where the food processing is not so as bad as here. Like I'm sure France is better. And sure. Although they may all be going down, the, but they got a rep to keep up. You know, they can't have Monsanto mm-hmm. messing up the grapes and you know what I mean? Like they're like, stop yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that upsets my stomach, like real food. My stomach's like, Whoa, this is real food. Ah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so I, what's this? <laughs> It's actual vegetable matter, you know. But, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. It's good. You know, one day yeah. I'm going to curate my way, like, right off of all that stuff, hopefully. But I'll tell you, and process. I think I sent you, I think I sent you a link to this guy that I've been listening to and loving, Gary Brecka, yeah. Dr. Gary Brecka. Yes. I just got the kit, too. Oh, you did? Fantastic. It's right yeah. here. All right. I just got it. The methylation kit. So, 
You know what I would, I went on a diet once with my friend. Uh, she was a yoga instructor and a certified nutritionist. And we did this thing called the standard process. And it was like a 21 day raw food diet. And essentially what you did was you learned to shop in the perimeter of the store. You go yes, on the outside, yeah. not the aisles. So yep. literally nothing in a box, nothing processed, yeah. no caffeine, no sugar, no, I mean like olive oil and lemon and Himalayan salt and cracked pepper. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of, we're on that tip. Yeah, we're on man. That tip here. And I'll tell you what, three, four days of headaches, uh, yeah. crummy sleep, uh, self-imposed i'm starving i'm gonna die and then i wake up in the morning and i'm like oh my god i feel like refreshed i feel yeah like i actually slept and your skin clears up yeah, and the, the hair and, my hair well, gets would get shiny you, yeah <laughs> ogres you. don't have hair <laughs> <laughs> my my head skin oteal was shining <laughs> <laughs> my under hairage <laughs> Um, and it was, uh, man, I'll tell you by the end of it, I felt like a million bucks. I felt so good. I think I lost like in 21 days, I think I dropped like maybe 14 pounds or something like that. Wow. I mean like, and not to be, you know, like, like very regular, easy, natural, like bowel movements and stuff. Yeah, Um, dude, that's how I gauge my health. We talked about that on a Patreon, I think. Yeah. Like, you know. You poop and you get older. It's like, oh yeah, I'm doing good. Or woo, not doing good. <laughs> yeah, you know, hundred no, percent. But, but you, know, you know, it was incredible. I ended that cleanse the Super Bowl Sunday. Uh oh. Yeah, and we <laughs> went. Like... We went to a place and I ate wings, dude. And I had one <laughs> buffalo wing, and just to taste like a fried substance after An 21 days yeah. of like bok choy and like you know, bone broth and whatever else. Like I ate one wing and I was like, uh Oh, I think I'm going to go home. It was rough. It, it was a rough comeback. You couldn't have that, uh, that cheese dip that says, you know, processed cheese food. It's not actual <laughs> cheese or any, it's not actual food. <laughs> Dude. That's hilarious. You say that. Cause when we talked about spam, Sometimes I remember one time on fish tour, we were eating Lunchables and drinking Foster's cans because it was like, oh, Lunchables, was like are Lunchables are gross. But we were looking through what to eat and there was a can of Vienna sausages or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would never eat that. But you know what it said? Potted meat food product. So yes. it was like separated meat product. And I'm like, what on earth does that mean? It means somebody was going across the floor with that scraper thing, and they it's like were just scrapple, dude, putting it all in there. That's what, yeah, that's yep. what they're doing. Chicken feet and snake lips. Yeah, yeah. Mechanically <laughs> separated meat product. It said, and I'm like, oh my god, mechanically separated too. So, but yeah. So this guy Gary Brecka, he he, you know, and and whatever you think of Dana White or. Uh, which can't be much. No, no. Or <laughs> Steve Harvey or uh, Stephen A. Smith. Those are the three I heard. Uh, they were all men that were on handfuls of medication, sleep yeah. apnea machines, overweight. And Gary Breck is someone who was a mortality 
expert. Well, he did it for the insurance company. Insurance company. So that's all he did was like predict when people were going to die. And it was like depressing his heart. Yeah. And soul. <laughs> and he's like, if I could do this for good. So he was able to like figure out like, you know, cause he was a human biologist and now he's, you know, there's kits where, you know, most Listen. humans have like a couple of like genetic mutations, which I have one, I have MTHFR, which means I don't metabolize folic acid and folic acid is a man-made thing that they spray on grains and stuff. Right. So folate is real. Folic acid is fake. It's man-made. And they put it on because they were, they used to say that children didn't have enough folate. So they made folic acid to add to foods. So anything that's enriched means it has folic acid on it. Enriched means you're fucked. (laughs) And most people can, you know, break down and, and you, you methylate folic acid into folate. I can't. So if I Mm. eat white bread or if I eat rice or crackers or, anything that's in like made of grains and wheat and stuff, but it's like in box and it says enriched all pasta, everything I love. That's um, what's going to happen to me. And that builds up in your system. And they say that leads to depression, anxiety, yeah. ADHD, blood clots, which I had one when I was 25 and they think that's why I had it. So I'm, I'm paying a lot more attention to that now. And you know, it's harder and more expensive to be healthy. It's it's so interesting, yeah. you know. But it's so much harder and more expensive to be sick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and more painful and more, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I think ultimately much more expensive. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Much more. Yeah. It's just I, how we prioritize. I'd like to have him on one day to talk to us though about I'd it because I think to, it's man. super interesting. But, I would love to. I'm so, hoping it work out for Nigel. How uh Whew, what a weekend. <laughs> I know. Dead ahead, man. Wow. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new Factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. How was it from the audience perspective? Because it was like, you know, I knew it was going to be so different from our end because when you just change one person much less five you know yeah it just which is beautiful and i'm love i'm like yes all the balls are coming in doing different things than they used to do but like from the audience perspective how how was it i mean well everyone loved it i mean the lineup was unbeatable it was just such a fantastic collaboration of people all the bands start to finish um when you say how did the crowd feel do you mean about dead the like the main like bobby and you know you guys or the whole thing or what do you mean just actually the experience like we were talking uh when you guys were flying in yeah and you're like boy sure a lot of old people on this plane and then after you got there 
You're like, man, this is so much better than the Fish concert because it's, it was the greatest scene. Because it's older people. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like team wheelchair. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> team epidural. So I went in with a I went in with a I have a herniated disc in my back. So everyone yeah. had uh get a epidural or get surgery. So I was kind of having conversations. People were showing me their scars. And I just want to say a huge shout out to Berkowitz to Dan Berkowitz who who and, and everybody at like in that camp and that crew and Playa Luna presents and the the staff and the security and the folks that drove the golf carts and the folks that took care of yeah anything that we needed. And the staff at Riviera, was it Riviera Maya? I can't remember the name of the, anyway. Moon Palace. Moon Palace. Everyone is, everyone was so sweet and everyone was so great. And a massive shout out to all of the people who, the fans that I I had so many unbelievable conversations with so many great people. And if you're listening eventually to this, it was so fun. And just thank you to everybody for, it was the most welcoming, kind unbelievably like perfect for experience of just like everyone had enough space everyone yeah. had enough to eat everyone had enough to drink everyone had stayed cool the, the the walk from a to b was not a country mile you know yeah uh, yeah there was room for people to sit if you wanted to sit there was room to dance if you wanted to dance there was you can go in the water if you wanted to go in the water you know i went in the water me and lamar it was so great they brought us these two big floaties. And, you know, I'm not really the American flag guy. So I was like super clashing with just one tie dye on the board shorts and another one on the top, you know, just like. <laughs> but Lamar went out there with me and I said, um, you know, after much magic, a oh, God, waterfall yeah. of magical blessings happening. And we're floating out because I had said for years, you know, I would give anything to be able to go in the audience and be in the ocean and watch Dead & Co. If I could just clone myself to hear what the band sounds like, because I would see people in the ocean and be jealous. Yeah. So I finally got to do it with Lamar Williams Jr. And for those that don't know, the original bass player for the Allman Brothers was Barry Oakley. When he died like three years later, I think, or three or four um, he was replaced by Lamar's dad, Lamar Williams Sr. Jamo brought him in. So we're floating in the water. My dream is coming true. Don was is up there. I'm in the Eric, our video tech, got all the way in the water. Shout out to my bodyguard, JK, got all the way in the water. The best. Kept us from shout out to Chloe Weir, got all the way in the water. And I'm floating there with Lamar, and I said, man, you know that your dad and Greg Allman and Butch Trucks and all those guys, Red Dog, Joe Dan, all that just, I said, you know they're seeing this right now. And he looks over at me and goes, today's my dad's birthday. And I was just like, of what a coinky dink. What a coinky dink. Oh, yeah, coincidences. If you believe in that shit. Yep. Like after all the stuff that had been happening, just a dominoes a mile long flying down a magic impossibility synchronicities and he goes <laughs> he Oh yeah, by the me. way. Oh by the way. Oh by the way. 
I can't believe, I mean, I, I can't even say I can't believe it. It's just, yep. Add another yep. one to the list. Add another one to the list, dude. You know, you, <laughs> you had the chance to, uh, you and I watched a little bit of Wolf Bros together from the crowd. Mm. Long wanted, weather report, sweet, long terrapin. Hallelujah. And we had so much space and everyone respected you. You, you know what I mean? Like there well, was I had the triangle of bodyguards. You, it was a, you yeah. and, and Eric and Arthur. I had a, <laughs> two giants and an ogre and I was in the center of this triangle. <laughs> Nobody was. They would come up and hand me a stare like sticker. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, let me see it. Let me see it. <laughs> it was great. That's the, I've ne- I can never do that. No. No, if anywhere there, so right? Fun. Yeah. I'm so fun. Thank That's you the, for that gift. Oh, dude, please. I was stoked to watch music with you because yeah, I thought about we it. We've never do. watched music together. We've <laughs> we've talked during I've sat with you until you're walking on stage and then you know I go watch or whatever, but no, we've never had the chance to chill and listen to the Grateful Dead together. I mean, it's a special, special, special weekend, man. Really, with Megan and Arthur, Arthur and Eric, yeah, like all my friends, and Tracy and David Taylor, and yep. David Bader. Hey, man, man, just like so many. I just want to shout them all out. It was so fun, man. Oh, dude, it was just and and you know, so for those of you that 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 don't know the 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 place, it's essentially like a two mile long beach. And the stage is set up to kind of like if you're looking at the 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 hotel, like to the left. And, you know, most of the hotel rooms in the first hotel are reserved or taken by the heads. And you could tell immediately because tapestries started going up in <laughs> sweet windows. It looked like San Francisco in like 72, I think. And um, everybody just was, you know, getting their bearings, figuring the place out. It was spaced out nice. The sound was impeccable dude every phone video like no matter who took it just stand there like this man for my set shout out to jake the snake cacciatore man wow my bass was like stuff that i was sure was getting lost and the loudest part of the guitar jam in every hungry woman Yep. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm trying to hit it hard. It was just like, wow. I, can't. Was I was like, crispy, you can dude. hear it. Yeah. Dude, you can hear every friggin' thing I was putting. I was like, why? I texted him. I was like, dude, this. And I know Derek Featherstone with all the yeah. kind of headset. I know it was. Everything it sounded was. so good. Everything was mixed so nicely. And, you know, um, you know, the, the first night headline. Well, so the guy, the kid, the, uh, so like the guys from goose or Ebola, they yeah, played that first. sounded so good so nice and also what a what a great pick to start the weekend off a nice yeah. like upbeat acoustic set yeah. you know sturgill sat it. in bobby sat in like it you know it was just it, it was excellent excellent set and i was really really stoked to see the wolf brother the wolf bros and i'm a fan of cowboy bob I love Cowboy Bob and uh, they delivered, man. It was just yeah. beautiful. And you could tell he was loose and everything was yeah. off on a nice, like, you know, kick. And we got the chance that night, you and I to just sit and catch up and bullshit, not yeah. to our computer screens. 
with our feet in the sand and the, the, the breeze blowing and the, and the ocean crashing and just chatted, man. Like just a good two hour, just session, you know, (laughs) and then we're like, let's go watch some music. And then we went over and we set up camp and got down, you know, it's great, man. I wish that your back had been feeling a little better because I love the ogre dance. The ogre dance, is, that's my shit, man. Seriously. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's its one of my spirit animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> yeah, get down. It's Stop like, your feet. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Got to do it. stay still, then I don't know what's wrong with you. It was all good. It was good. It was good. The music healed everything. It, it was, I'll tell you. And for, for all of you who are listening that maybe have back pains or deal with some stuff, I have like a lower herniated disc and I didn't know if I was going to make it to the, to dead ahead. Yeah. I had no clue. I had one doctor tell me you immediately need surgery. I had another <laughs> doctor go, you are so far from surgery. And I'm like, great. Last stop, anxiety. <laughs> Stand clear of the closing doors, please. <laughs> Your baby's gonna die. Your baby's definitely gonna live. <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. I give you six months. I give you sixty years. I'm like, okay. Well, I'll just settle here in the middle and panic. So I decided to go and I knew it was gonna be painful, but again, it was yeah. set up excellently for all it accommodated everyone, really. I'm not somebody, I, I, I was definitely not in the worst position. You know what I mean? Like there were people yeah. what, way worse yeah. off physically. So not, I'm not complaining, yeah. but it is what it is. Uh, and then <laughs> your, your set, um, man, let's talk about it. We all got together during the day uh, for rehearsal. You were kind enough to invite myself, Eric, um, get that comes a time crew in there. Wife, the comes a time team. There's an arena on on campus there, like an indoor space, and that's where you guys did rehearsal. Is that where you've done rehearsals all all along before, like other years? No, um, I don't think so. I don't recall rehearsing indoors. Um, I thought we were doing them on stage. Uh, mm. <clears throat> But my memory, my memory's not the greatest either. Yeah, like I said, cool I had room. to choose between cannabis and my memory, and you know, I think we, as long as I can remember the songs. You know. mm. Um, it was it was really neat to watch though, and I got a chance to hang uh, and watch with um, Melvin's amazing, lovely wife, and uh, God, what a cool. I mean, she's just the minute you guys start playing, she's just bopping around in her seat and having such a good time and her foot's going and she boss, she's reading the paper and reading magazines and shit. And I'm just like, man, 50 years with Melvin. Yeah, you got that, you know, that groove. And we just started talking and she was telling me all these great things about Jerry Garcia and their hang. Like, this is just the magical shit that was going on like this that weekend at at. I mean, I walk away from that, like, who gets to have this conversation, you know? Like, what an amazing life. And uh, she was so sweet. And she said Jerry's Christmas parties were always the best, which I I thought about that quite a bit. 
that he was kind of like said, Santa Claus. Know, oh God, talk about the best Santa Claus. That's who he is. I've been trying to figure out like, what is Jerry? You know? He's Santa. He, he's Santa, man. Yes. He yep. He's fucking yeah. Santa. It's great. Ah. And, I love and, and he we gotta figure around. out what Don was is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I told you he reminds me of a tree. He oh, remind, I remember t- we were talking about that? Yeah, I and I think you're I think you're close. I gotta show you this he, thing he that Tracy sent. Tracy Taylor, because it's uh <laughs> so cool hanging with the, her. One of the guys from the Muppets. <laughs> Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's great. I gotta turn this on so you can see it. Can you hold it closer to the camera? Well, I think you you it blurs if I go closer. Oh yeah, (laughs) but I'll send it to Eric and he can put it in the uh, the screen. And it's the guy that he he has his hand on the thing where you blow stuff up. He would always blow everything up. He's like a terrorist. You couldn't even have that character now. I know. know? Oh my God. Right. For real. (laughs) For real, man. But yo, Uh, you guys, you guys went on and just blew the doors off. Let's talk about the lineup that you had. So I mean, I love that. uh, Cause you know, my whole professional wrestling thing. Mm. So I try to talk, I try to talk professional wrestling to Tom, like, you know, it's about popping the crowd and all this stuff. And so there's this sign. It was the first sign that this dude, he, every time we're in the New York area, he has this cardboard. that's just like pro wrestling, but they bring their sign and it may be a really cheaply made. It's like, he just ripped it off a box and wrote Tom something, you know, it just says TMF, some TGY, which is something like Tom F and Guarna is really kicks ass or something. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he brings it up. He's always has it when we're in the New York area. It was like, dude's here in Mexico. He's like, yeah, I got the sign. Was that was the like, dude that had the Tom Guarna socks? No, completely different. So I said, Tom, this is how it starts in wrestling when they bring the signs. Then he goes, he sends me this picture. He goes, zoom in on the feet. And there's some dude at the pool. So he had done this before he ever got there. Yeah. There's little Tom Guarna heads all over. It looks like polka dot socks, but each polka dot is Tom Guarna's head. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's over, bro. And did you, do you remember, do you remember what I wrote you back? I go, I saw that guy by the pool walking around with a bottle of wine and a whole coconut. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was having a blast. It was the middle of the day. And I'm like, he hasn't slept since a day before he left, dude. And, and I'm like, what's on his socks. And then you sent me that. And I was like, Oh man. He's got Tom Guarna socks. This is how it starts. I mean, Tom was free and Tom's wife came, Catherine. So, you know, we're always talking aliens and really bad sci-fi movies and pro wrestling or whatever, like MMA. And she's like, oh, my God, you guys are killing me, you know. But she was there for it and she caught the. Yeah. She's like, this is real. Like this magic thing is real. I'm like. Pretty oh, magical, yeah. isn't it? I don't. Oh, this yeah. was just like so crazy, man. Yeah. Shout out to Chris for flying you guys home private. Uh, Four of my friends got miracled, complete free room. That's VIP wild. tickets. They, they just said you just got to get there by two different people. Man, 
that group uh, yes a big massive thank you to chris and his family and friends and and you know that was the thing that kept happening throughout the weekend was just these like i was trying to explain it when i got home to like i guess i i went alone right but i was never lonely I kept meeting all yeah. these different pockets of people and there would be one person that was inextricably somehow linked to yet another person in a group that I had just hung with that was massive and close. And it was like, I was being welcomed because I have the, I have those groups of friends, my yeah. lifelong buddies from high school or my, my, my tour buddies and this and that. And I just happened this time to be, you know, you were my buddy <laughs> there, you know, yeah, someone's like, who's your crew? And I'm solo. like, O'Teal, I think so. <laughs> but what was great was that like, I just kept being kind of like passed from group to group, but in like a yeah. great way. And I left with new friends and new family and plans it's like to being do- passed around the shire god it was amazing yeah man it was really amazing and it was like i remember having too much to do at one point and i was like this is a good problem to have you know yeah, like quality problem right? yeah, can we yeah. slow this shit down like, a maybe i'll just put my phone off like shut it off and just take a nap for a second but yeah <laughs> the blessings are just like coming out here like all right can we just turn this big enough seriously folks it was, it was that much like it just beyond everybody every every friend of mine if you got like if a friend and a of a friend got within like four feet they got blessed <laughs> it was just like oops you got some on you uh, yeah, I'm sitting with my friend Brian, who I ran into, who I know from the comedy world, and he's sitting with and talking with someone who who knows you and helped you a, a while back with something. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude, like this. And I go, hey, look who I'm with. And you're like, they're the best. And I'm just like, O'Teal says hi and all this stuff. And it, it was just all so family, the dead, the the, the fabric of the dead well, or whatever, however you want to put it. I'm just thinking of this now or whatever. I'm not, what a thick, like st- tight, strong yeah. fabric that is, man. It's yeah, hemp man. or something. It's tapestry, it's, a hemp it, tapestry. Everyone was kind to everyone, man. There was one day where around the pool literally turned into like just a swapping of of art and things and stickers and bracelets and decks of cards and poker chips. And everyone (laughs) brought their thing to give to other people. And like, if you had something to give them, you gave it to them back. And it was just this, like, no one said, okay, here comes now start the (laughs) The giving the the swap meet. Yeah. But it it just is, it just turned into it. And I, I, I'm, I'm like, I have a bag full of like phenomenally made, like, trinkets and and i'm just like it it was so fantastic man it was really just everyone was happy and uh oh even to the point want to talk about weird magic looks like rain i want to talk about do you want to talk about looks like what happened during looks like rain and i didn't notice it until the crowd started and then when the lights would go a certain way i was like oh wow it's raining hard so So just to, just to, it started to kind of like, I felt a drip and then a couple more and Brian goes, it's raining. And then one of his friends 
looks at his phone and he's like, take a look at this radar. He's like, there's no rain. There was literally, we were looking at like the radar and there's literally O'Teal, not a cloud, not a, you know, hey, meteoric anything. We're looking up and it's clear. Alush. And it is raining sideways. Sideways, dude. It was raining sideways. Sideways. Right? So you was, remember? It was, was Poseidon just spraying the ocean up out of the <laughs> ocean towards us? Because like Jerry got a hold of the water gun up there. Hey, man. The crowd. And when the crowd goes, you know, this has happened to me. When I was at Grateful Dead 50, when Kreutzmann flew me and Jess out there. Yep. And we saw the rainbow and we were like, the first time I saw the dead when Popper put us on the guest list. Yeah. And I remember it was that, that original laminate from Aquarium Rescue Unit's first album got us all the way in through like layer after layer of security. Right. Wow. And I'm standing there and I'm not even really checking the band out. I'm just checking the whole thing. out. I'm like, this is, and it feels good. And Mickey starts drums in space and his wham and out of we're outdoors in Vegas. It's a hundred thousand degrees. Right. It's so hot. Yeah. Oppressive. Boom, thunder, lightning, rain, just I was like, okay, wait a minute. What? <laughs> when he's done what goes away, I was like, really? Really? Now with the colonel, you know, I'm used to seeing what was that? Did you see that thing? I didn't up? do anything. This is so weird. <laughs> Your face is frozen and there's a big thumbs up next to it. <laughs> That's great. Right <laughs> at this perfect time, this stuff always happens on comes a time. Oh my so, god. Um, that was the first time, then Grateful Dead 50, then Rainbows happened a number of times with Dead and Company while I'm in the band. Everybody's screaming, and I don't know what's happening. I'm like, what's going on? We're not, what's, yeah. there's a big, huge rainbow behind us. So that's happened like three, four times with me. Jeez. And then uh, I think there was one where I think John put cold rain and snow in and it started hailing in Colorado. I was like, bad idea, you know, or whatever. <laughs> what? And then, but the looks like rain, I was like, now come on, <laughs> come on. Can I tell you something? Yeah. This is kind of a thing I found out about the Aleush. <laughs> they get used to the offerings, and if you don't leave them something, sometimes they get pissed. <laughs> Just put out a piece wow. of chocolate and go, guys, please, can I do this podcast? Here's some chocolate. Yeah, well, l- l- I got another couple <laughs> sips in my coffee, so they can have that at the moment. I don't know. What you get me into? Um, <laughs> Looks like rain. Yeah. <laughs> So at the, I mean, the, 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 for those that are listening, that eventually when you hear these sets, you know, with these guests that were singing and all of the different members that were playing, each song really like led to like a huge ending. Like the like, looks like rain kept going, and and it was just yeah. so nice. And the rain literally just started to let up at the end of the song. And, and then a we shout all- out to Brittany Spencer, man. Holy crap. 
MVP. The way she harmonized, the way their voices fit together was I never heard looks like rain like that. I was no. coming out of my skin, dude. Yeah. With their harmonies together. People that that were not there, you must hear it. You and must she's hear jumping it. up and down at the end of the song going, This Woo! is so fun. <laughs> Man. She's she's she brought a- it, dude. Yeah, she's she's such a, a a wonderful person, and and I mean, mm. really, I got to hang with her a little bit and chat, and she's so sweet. She um, is. <clears throat> and then the song ends and the rain ends, and it's like, okay, they cooled us off a little <laughs> bit. So, I think it what was another J- coinky day. I think it was Jerry up there with a water gun and a fan. But <clears throat> anyway, um, all all together, just really an unbelievable experience. And and I think a couple of takeaways I had were. Melvin, mm. Bobby, and Mickey were the only three musicians that played that this weekend that actually played with Jerry, right? Yeah. But it was a full weekend of amazing Grateful Dead music. And it just and shows. Garcia band. And Garcia band stuff. And I'm saying like, this is just the sign, like this thing is somehow only getting stronger and it's, yeah. I mean, and it's getting more youthful blood put in like man here. And I'll say, oh, and I'll ahead. say I, I added some, some almond brothers band in there, oh, you yeah, know, you did. And man, it was strong, bro. It was strong. Cut from the same that cloth. Was... Those two, you know, yeah, man, and they're, you're the the bridge. North, they're the East and West versions of each other. Yeah. And you're the bri- you're the you're the bridge. You know you know? And, and now it's Dwayne. me. It's now it's me, Jimmy, Warren, and Derek. Yeah. We're the only four to have played in both bands. The Almond Brothers and the Dead. Pretty amazing. Connected because they played together in the seventies at like RFK and stuff. In Hartford, Connecticut, too. Yeah. Yeah, but we're like we bridge that gap second generation, man. It's it's trippy. That karma is is like that. You know, it's just is what it is. It's bigger than you individually like what yeah. you think about it. But well, and as I you think get that, older you could see it. You're like, Ooh. I think that as long as, you know, I mean like and this was a this was this was 4 days of like grateful dead family on stage and off in the crowd. Yeah. George R.R. R. Martin hanging out, you know, like Dude. speaking of dragons, Sturgill, speaking of dragons, I mean, Sturgill Simpson put such a, 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 a much needed, perfectly placed country. Dude, new country. Mama spirit. tried. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and yo, shout out to Rick from Dark Go- Hollow. Oh, yeah. oh. Everybody that played paid Rick, such man. impeccable like homage oh. to the songs, but played it with their own spirit. Dude, and Rick's guitar playing, bro. Rick's I, guitar playing. Wait a minute. We got to take a second and say yeah. Rick's MF and guitar playing. All right. Now we can go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it was fun Damn. watching you two on opposite sides of the stage. And I'm watching you connect. And and it was just yeah, man. He's he's just, just he's a badass guitar player. Let me tell man. you, a man, phenomenal singer. Yeah, and so is Sturgill. They, and let me tell you was. something, man. It ain't it ain't easy. I done watched Jokers do it for twenty some years. Try to get up there after Derek Trucks, 
It's hard. Derek, <laughs> you know, Derek it's not and forgiving. <laughs> you know, man. They just brought it, man. And to like come after that at all. Margot Price did so amazing. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, literally, just like you name it. Jason Crosby. I mean, oh, dude. Yeah. your band was just so much fun. John, John Morgan Kimmock. I mean, Don. It, it, it was just, yeah. it was just out of this world. It really was just incredible. I love this. Shout out to the string section and the horn section with Wolf Brothers. Oh, that man. show was beautiful, dude. Steel. Shout out to Celeste, man. Uh, Don was on electric. Bring it, brother. Don was. Yeah, Don was That's a different ball game right there, dude. Yeah, and he had sons out, guns out, dude. He had his, he had, he had his pipes out. I, I don't think I've ever seen him without a leather jacket. I was like, this is fantastic, dude. I know. It reminds me. It. I've got to get some hot summer festival wizard wear. Cause that damn robe was for the indoors and air conditioning. And People were man, asking me, they're like, man, that was, that, was, was, he, was he just sweating to death up there? I'm like, probably. Dude, yeah. yeah, dude, I was so sticky. That but, stage you know, was hot. That stage was hot. It was like a good 30 degrees hotter on stage than it was off. Like you walk right back behind it and you got like an instant like breath of fresh air. But man, look, I'll tell you, that was my first time at that venue. I know it wasn't the first time for you. I I, I just have to say like genuinely, like I, I love, I loved every second of meeting new people and, but, but I knew them already kind of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like running into folks, running into people stopping us at various times just to say like they love the podcast. I mean, thank you guys for doing that because it really means a ton. You know, we do this because we love it, but we hope that you guys love it. You know what I mean? So for you to stop, I was in the bathroom and a dude's like, bro, thank you for the podcast and tell O'Teal thank you. And I'm like, of course, you know, people backstage were so, I forget who they were. It was kind of like an older couple. And she's like, honey, he's the guy that does the podcast with O'Teal. And this dude got up and was like, yo, man, thank you. I listen to every episode. And it was cool. Like this podcast has become part of the dead family fabric. I don't know, man. It's it's I'm it, honored because, you know, too. when you when you name a podcast after such an incredible, meaningful, grateful dead song, you kind of have a responsibility to like, you know, I want to know at any time if Mickey drops in on any podcast on you, it's just on YouTube and like just hits play in the middle, just wants to see what the hell we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or Bob or Kreutzman or Melvin, you know, or Donna Jean. Yeah. Or Phil. Yeah. Anybody that they would, that they would, yeah. That they would be like, to know that they're approving of it, that's very, very friggin' deep and very meaningful to me. Yeah, yeah. Because then I know that Jerry's probably approving it too, and so is Hunter, and so is Barlow. And you know so what is I Pig. Mean? I met I met Keith Barlow, so I know and Brent and Vince. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're 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 serious about this legacy, man. I didn't know much about Almond Brothers. Or Grateful Dead, practically nothing. But for some reason, I was chosen to carry this. And and tell you, man, Steve Kimmock said some stuff to me in Iceland that really touched me. He goes, "Man, you're carrying two heavy legacies, man. 
and you're doing it right. It meant so much to me, man. And it's base too. It's the, it's the, it's the foundation, bro. Yeah. I have to be the floor that everybody, that's why I say, I realized I am the dragon. I thought I was the wizard. That's just my human form. I'm the dragon. People, I let the guitar players get on my back, right? These Mm -hmm. elves from Rivendell or the North Pole, as the case may be, (laughs) some of her Santa's little helpers. Um, And they've, you know, Jimmy's clearly Rivendell Viking Nordic, yep. right? Yep. Edding, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I take them up higher than they're going to go on their own. Yep. That's my job. Yep. To lift them higher than they're going to get on their own. Yep. And that's when I realized I am the dragon. I was born the year of the dragon, and 2024 is the year of the dragon. You think that's a coincidence? Well, then you just can't see. Yeah. Comes a time when the blind man takes your head and says, can't you see? Don't you see? Yeah. Won't you see? Is really yeah. what we're talking about. So yeah. people, it's real. The well, magic is real. That's all I got to say. I'll shut up now. I got to go pick up my mama. <laughs> well, and I'll say too, it's an unbelievable honor and, and gift that, I'm, you know, 17 year old me would not believe that, you know, people are stopping me at a Grateful Dead festival in 2024, where I'm doing a podcast and performing stand up comedy at this festival, you know, with you and people are stopping going, thank you. I can't even tell you how. And we had to talk about the difference between pride and humility the other yesterday. And maybe that could be a whole episode one day, but like just how I didn't feel pride. I just felt humbled that like the things we've talked about are making these people who I get to stand here and watch the music with and laugh with and swim in the pool with and eat with. And they're all enjoying and getting things out of what we do. Just like I, who had Jerry hanging on my wall and pig pen hanging on my ceiling and Bobby and you know, it's like the soundtrack of my whole freaking life. And here I am with them and with you and, and, and with everybody that was there. And I, I genuinely, this is, that's a weekend I'll never forget. And I'm so happy for the friends that I've made that I know I'll, you know, hold on to forever. And it's special. And I've been doing this a long long. time, lots of festivals, lots of whatever. This one was different. This one was special. It's, and it's, it's not stopping. No, no, it's going to keep going. It's yeah. still going here at home. Yep. I hadn't even told you all, all the stuff that happened there. We'll do another one. With the Alouche, with yeah. the Mayan Elms. Shout yeah. out to Diego Ruiz. Turns out he was a chef. Everything we ate was cooked by this guy that's an expert on the Alouche. And if, you, if I do say so myself, I think he's Mr. Tumnus in the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah? He's one of those Narnians. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. You'll, you guys will see it. We interviewed him for comes a time. Nice. Beautiful cat. And you know what he said? And I do have to go pick up my mom. He said, Teal, you have everybody talking about the Lelouch. This is good. And he wasn't just talking about the people that came for the concert. He meant the Mexicans that live there. He said the Lelouch are very happy about that. Nice. Now, I'm going to send you a picture. There's a Saba. I said, there's a tree called the Saba tree that is... It's sacred to them that they live in, basically. 
And in the place we're staying, there's a big Seba tree. There's two of them, but one's called the Seba Garden, where they grow all their own vegetables and herbs. And so all the vegetables and herbs that we're eating are grown from that Seba Garden. Wow. And I took Nigel and Kavi up there. And Eric, I'm going to give you these pictures. And we put some candy down in the Seba tree. And I took pictures of them with the offering then backed up. Then we went to the other one and put one there. And when you look, if you get right up on the tree, it's like there's horns coming out of it. All these teeny little cones that were very sharp. Wow. Like the tree has horns. No way. Uh, hundreds of them. Like a dragon's tail? Like a dragon's skin. Yeah, like a dragon's tail. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see the picture. I took it like I got right up close. So you could see exactly. Mm. Okay, tail. we got to go. Dude, you just got me. Hey, give your mom a kiss for all of us, okay? I will. She's... I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. All right. See you guys soon. Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.